Inside OU listeners, thanks again for being loyal subscribers and listeners to the podcast with Brady Trantham and I. Like to get to know Oklahoma's offense and defense better? We have started a Patreon page for our post-game show and my popular film reviews from Twitter. It's $4 for the post-game show and $5 for the film review on Sundays and the post-game show. You can subscribe at patreon.com slash inside underscore OU. It will allow us to do even more cool things now and beyond for you. Thanks again for being loyal subscribers and listeners to Inside OU. See you all next time. Bob Stoops ruined my childhood. It's the Inside OU Podcast on the Franchise Podcast Network. If you listen to this OU Compliance, I don't endorse that last message. With Brady Trantham and Keegan Renault. Mike Stoops should be put on trial for war crimes. But Oh, well, we can cuss on the postgame no, show. No, I'm saying, do you want to make this the... Uh, we're going to pass on this post-game show. You want to make this a public one, though? Um, this episode? Yeah, just because it's going to be... I'll put out a sample. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There'll yeah. be a sample, so this will be free. If you, if whatever you're trying to say, your Dynamite Baker Mayfield tweet. Because oh. if, is this the only thing that's going to make me like smile or laugh? Oh, I was going to say that you know, big Baker Mayfield's gone up against Big 12 de- defenses before, and he's had a lot of success. Ha-ha! Bam! Yep. And that's about the only happiness that we're going to have <laughs> because what in the fuck was that? That was that was deplorable. That was a disgraceful performance. That was embarrassing. That is we talked about the Kansas State game last week Keegan being up there with like 2011 Texas Tech in in terms of shocking loss. Yes. In terms of a game that OU controlled by three touchdowns throughout most of the game and then all of a sudden you t- blink blink of an eye they're down and they lose the game. This loss against Iowa State, I haven't been this embarrassed watching an OU performance since 2014 Baylor and we're in the game where OU fans booed Mike Stoops' defense. You ready for this? Well, I didn't know this. I didn't know this was a stat. Did you, you know Brees Hall got the football 28 times tonight? Yeah, and they probably should have gave it to him more. Cuz Brock Purdy tried all in his power to make sure OU won this game, especially in the beginning part of the game. Brees Hall only averaged five yards a carry, shockingly enough. <sighs> By the way, if you skip through the intro, this is the Inside OU postgame show heard exclusively on our Patreon page. Uh, if you're listening to the sample, you can listen to the rest of this episode if you want to on our Patreon page at Inside underscore OU. And a quick shout out to our three newest patrons, two of them we got during the game. And shout out to you, Cameron and Mark H for subscribing to our Patreon during an OU disaster against yeah, they Iowa wanted State. to hear what we, we were going to say tonight. Good. I'm very glad that you guys have joined our silly Patreon page. And then, of course, Tyler Rayburn, who joined yesterday. Shout out to you and the rest of our patron friends. We cannot begin to thank you anymore from the bottom of our heart. We appreciate it. But now all that good stuff's out of the way. Keegan, the f- the f- man. Like, look, we said it on the post-game show on the radio. You just go through here, and I wrote it down in my in my little black book. You just go through the top seven tacklers of this game, and I'll read them off to you. We're already going order. downhill down this road. Brian Asamoa, Deshaun White, Woody Washington. Patrick Fields, Trey Brown, Delarian Turner Yale. All those players were recruited by either Tim Kish or Kerry Cooks. And the majority of these players are making the same mistakes 
that they have routinely made ever since their OU careers have started. The next leading tackler was Ellison, who is, of course, a Juco transfer. But the guy after him was Buki. So eight of the nine best, quote-unquote, performing defensive players in this game against Iowa State are all from the previous regime. Now, Keegan, during the game we were watching together at the franchise studio, I, I'm i starting to get a little annoyed of myself. I don't want to annoy people. I don't want to annoy our listeners by just constantly blaming Mike Stoops and constantly blaming Bob Stoops. But this game, because you're going to do a great job of breaking down some film for us. I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. That might happen tonight. It may happen tonight, (laughs) hell. But the players that have not seen the field that much prior to this year, I think, you know, I came away, hey, Isaiah Thomas, Perrion Winfrey, Nick Benito. I I like those players. They they perform fairly well. Uh, Even guys like that I just mentioned earlier, Brian Asamoah, Deshaun White, there's some stuff that I like because they don't have that much experience prior, a.k.a. with the previous regime. Everybody else, and this is pretty much exclusively to the secondary, they're making the same fucking mistakes that they've made their entire careers, and for us to expect them to catch the football or make tackles in the open field or turn their head around or not get dumb penalties, I think at this point is just absolutely silly, and shame on me for ever thinking that they would ever make a football play. It's uh, It's come to a point to where... You want to sit here and be able to talk about coaching. You want to talk about culture. You want to talk about mentality of a of an overall program, and it's hard to because on one hand, offensively, you know you you look at the other side of the ball. Like these are all Lincoln Riley's players at this point, right? I mean, and I'm specifically talking about the three guys that play in the middle of the. F- offensive line oh yeah we'll get to the offense no i know i know but this is to your point like these are lincoln riley's players so it's real easy to sit here and be able to go and talk about lincoln riley and the job that he's doing and the job that they're developing then you flip on the other side of the ball now i think there's some credence to the fact that these guys did play well a year ago for the most part uh delaren turniel patrick fields got better from game one to game 14 against lsu um, or game, thir- game 13, 13 prior to the LSU game. You know, Deshaun White, Brian Asamoah had their flashes a year ago. These guys are being put in position to make plays. And they can't. And this is the same, but it's the same conversation we had under the Mike Stoops regime that, you know, there were times, a lot of times, in the last three years of his tenure at Oklahoma that guys were in position to make plays. And they didn't, and a lot of the fault was put on Mike on Mike Soups' shoulders. It's hard for me to sit here and do that for Alex Grinch, because again, how many guys tonight were in the backfield to make the play? To make the play. Trey Norwood. You're, you want to talk about you want to talk about a game changing play on, in, in tonight's game. It's third and six. They run a stretch play to the right. A simple stretch play. Just the utter disrespect Iowa State had for OU's defense, and deservingly so, to just run a simple stretch on third and six. That was such a, just screw it, let's just get field position. Like, we're going to kick a field goal. Oh, wait, we got a first down. Time to score a touchdown now. Like, Trey Norwood is not a good football player. No, and 
it's come to a point that it's beyond fixable. And I guarantee you, if you put a truth serum in Alex Grinch, because his defenses at Washington State were really fucking good, like really good for Washington State, like. For the talent that they had, yes. Unbelievably good. Obviously, a lot of people point towards his one year at Ohio State. I think that had a lot more to do with Greg Schiano and what was going on in that defensive the defensive meeting rooms there. They showed a lot of promise a year ago. And I know we're going to get into the big picture stuff probably at the end of this thing, but to your point, yes, these are all Mike Soups' players. Yes, these are players that Grinch hasn't recruited. Yes. You can't put continue to put true freshmen in these situations because as we've seen, it's so important for these guys to develop behind the scenes. Look at what's happening at other football programs. Now, if you want to talk about winning and losing, it's not nearly as important to these guys developing. And But the problem now you have is you have multiple freshmen, not just... Bryson Washington, Mikey Henderson is also tweeted tonight. <laughs> Everyone's staying up late tonight. Everyone's tweeting and getting on fucking social media and tweeting things out of, of frustration, of discontent, of all these things. Brady Trantham, what does that tell you about a fucking football program? There is something going on inside those walls. Yeah, look, I don't think Lincoln Riley has coached a... I just don't think the discipline is there. I think you could even point to examples sprinkled throughout 2017 on about that. The difference is, is he had Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray to just completely mask it. I don't think they win that game tonight, though. I don't. No, think- no, 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 no. It, it's not. It's not sure. that. What I'm talking about at those examples are there were a lot of dumb penalties, like on offense and defense, and we kind of justified some of them on offense because a lot of them were from Cody Ford or from Orlando Brown. It's just like, well, that's just a tough motherfucker, like trying to set the tone. But in the moment, it's a dumb, it's a dumb personal foul penalty that's pinning your offense back 15 yards. Is essentially a drive killer, but they've got Baker Mayfield, Kyle Murray, CD Brown, or CD Lamb, Marquise Brown, Rodney Anderson. You know, they they have the guys that they can screw around and make up for it, whether it's that driver in the end of the game. And I think it's culminated now to there is just a lack of urgency and there is just no accountability on this team because when one player makes a bad play on defense and Mike's, you know, specifically Mike's players, it's a whole bunch of head down, looking around, looking to blame somebody. There's no accountability. Alex Grinch does not have them. On offense, the offense just goes out there and tries to do what, you know, like, well, this is for OU skill, skill position players. We're good enough. We can go do it. Spencer Rattler played, I thought, well tonight. The receivers did not help him out in crucial moments with a lot of bad drops. Yikes. The offensive line is is fucking terrible. It's the worst offensive line since 2014. Maybe will they become something? I don't know, but I I just I'm I have serious questions about Lincoln Riley and his coaching in terms of the culture and the discipline of this program because I mean what you just said earlier about these players tweeting like